Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is, are you hearing about hardship in the house and land package or off the plan unit markets? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So is there hardship at the moment when it comes to house and land packages and off the plan apartments? Are you seeing it in the marketplace? Are you hearing about it? I wanted to take a little bit of a deep dive into what is actually happening, what some of the information that is being said, um, especially in regards to mainstream media, and that has a big effect on consumer confidence and what people are saying and doing. And I just wanted to relate that back to how we think about our property investing moving forward and how we think as a home buyer or a home seller moving forward. Because all these things tie into the idea of finances. Obviously, it ties into a little bit of emotions, but if you haven't got your finances right, your emotions are going to be affected severely. And we're seeing that time and time again through the different cycles that we have in property markets where people often put themselves into a situation of putting money down early on a property and then valuations or don't stack up or they're in a position where they, they can't complete on a contract, on a settlement of a property. And that's where they get into financial ruin, financial hardship. They may have had a job loss, they may have had an illness in the family, or they may have just bought at the peak of the market and the property prices have gone down since they actually made that original deposit contract made in place. So we really need to think about this as an investor and think about this as a home buyer or a home seller and what the market's actually going to do moving forward. So I've got a couple of key... uh, points that I'd like to make so that everyone would understand about maybe what's happening around the marketplace and what you need to be in tune with. So my first point is there's reports coming through from mainstream media and this is in regard to a Channel 7 Melbourne story. I was actually identifying a couple that had made a purchase of a land in the northern parts I believe of Melbourne and they put a four, uh, it was a $400,000 property. They put down their deposit of 10%, which is $40,000. That was in 2017. Now, moving forward into 2019 now, where the land is completed and, and it's due for settlement before they actually build the house, they've got a situation where the value of that property is not $400,000 anymore. The bank is valued at $350,000. Now, the situation then escalates for them not only to they've already provided the 50 40,000 they actually have to provide another 50,000 on top of that and the bank has also told them that they can't include their stamp duty in the actual funding of this loan component so they can't and need to come up with another $20,000 so instead of having $40,000 in place they need to raise a total of $110,000 and they might have had a deposit bond in place. I don't know exactly the story. But what the numbers were telling us that instead of paying $40,000, they're looking to pay one hundred and ten. dollars That's a $70,000 extra amount that is required by those owners. 
Now, the good side of the story about that is they were able to actually come up with the money which was identified on that news program. But the sad story for a lot of people is that unfortunately, they don't have the funds to chip in another $70,000 of their own money. And the whole idea of what they're doing is to use the finance capability through the lenders to actually purchase their own home. Now, when we've got a situation where you know markets have hit a peak and there's an abundance of land available for people to buy, that supply and demand ratio increases so there's more supply for property than there is demand for that property buying and you get yourself to a circumstances where property values drop because there's not as much demand and no one wants to buy those properties and landowners look, are looking to release them as quickly as possible so they can go into other projects or they don't lose their money themselves. So you've really got to be careful about what's happening in those markets. Now, special areas that they sort of identified on this program, the north and northwest areas of Melbourne, um, in Sydney, I know the southwest and northwest areas of Sydney where there's an abundance again of house and land packages being built. So we've got to really be careful about those pockets where there is a lot of extra stock available. And I know in Brisbane and Adelaide, there's going to be similar circumstances with those idea of oversupply, oversupply of land, oversupply of housing. And then we've obviously been talking a lot about of oversupply of off-the-plan units. So look around areas of Sydney. Uh, there, there are pockets of Parramatta, Mascot, Alexandria, Zetland, all that area out near the airport, Chatswood, um, North Sydney. There is an abundance of units being built. So that means that people will struggle in future with the idea of either if they're investors renting those out because there's an abundance of rental availability or the property prices if they were to sell or the property prices if they're looking to extract equity to use it for whether it's for personal circumstances, which I don't recommend, but if it's for the idea of buying other, buying other property. So that is the concern for people to look at what the mainstream media are saying around that and think about what is actually happening in those supply and demand situations. My second point I'd like to make is lending and banking valuations have been tough for about the past two years. And there is a worry in the economy. So we've just got to factor in what has been happening in those past two years. We went through that cycle of, in Sydney and Melbourne especially, where property prices peaked in about 2017. We've seen drops in 2018 of about 10%, and we're likely to see more, well, we've already seen more drops in 2019 already, um, potentially. Even, even worse uh, circumstances, especially for Melbourne moving forward this year. So it will be interesting to see, it's, again, other opinions about what's happening. And I guess the worry in the, con in the economy about you know, some of the things that are actually happening and un unemployment slightly increasing, which is not dramatic at this time, but something to be mindful of. Um, so unemployment, also underemployment, where people are looking to get more work or more hours and they're not, they don't have the capability to do. So it's another metric that we need to keep an eye on. And also in the fact of you know, the construction industry, there's been uh, declines in, in that region, and which I've talked about when, in regards to the crane counts, in regards to the amount of uh, house and land packages that are now being built because of those people not able to complete or no new, not, no 
not a lot of new business that is coming through and people holding a lot of stock. So we've just got to be really careful about these things in the economy right now because it's probably leading towards us being in situations where the economic climate's not looking too good in the, in the near future, um, either nationally or even globally. I guess on a positive note, we're sort of moving towards uh, like point number three, it might actually get a little bit easier for people right now. We've had some big changes in the last week. Obviously, the, the federal election where the Liberal government have got in, so a lot of positivity back into property because of away from the whole labor concept of negative gearing, capital gains tax changes and things like that that were happening. So there's a lot more positivity there. So it may, it may develop in things getting a lot easier. And you've got this situation where Reserve Bank of Australia are looking to cut rates. Also on the back of the uh, APRA, the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority, looking to make it easier for people to borrow money. So all those changes that are happening now is probably putting a lot of people, uh, their minds a little bit more at ease with their capability to get those funds if they put deposits down back in 2016, 17, 18, and they're looking to complete any time in the near future. So that might help the individuals um, not be put in a position of hardship, financial ruin, and hopefully put, be put them to actually complete on the property. They might not say growth, but if they stay in that property, like immediately I should say, but if they do stay in that property for 10, 15 years, the likelihood is around our capital cities that we're gonna see that some growth come back into the marketplace at some point in time. So I guess it's about being patient with it. If you've made that decision, that I guess emotional decision to buy your own home, make sure you have your own plonk of land sitting somewhere and you're able to continue to hold that over time and you don't have to be forced into a situation you have to sell. And that's where the trouble comes. So yes, there's a, lot, there's a little bit of positivity there for home owners. I just question the, the idea of, of you know, us doing a massive market turnaround at the moment when we've got so many factors in terms of headwinds coming towards us about the economy and about some of the, the aspects of house and land packages and other areas of the economy that are probably showing some negative aspects right now. So if you'd like to talk about this particular topic further or discuss your own personal circumstances when it comes to investing, please do give me a call on 0400-332-377 and thank you for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.